You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about fruit, the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're talking about episode 15, which was called I Wouldn't Say That. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a good title. <laughs> it's... <laughs> The, I thought my title was better, and it's from the same scene. It's 2,000 times happier, so... <laughs> okay, they're all, like, random quotes from the characters, but they're not, like, always really relevant quotes. There's, yeah, they're a little bit weird. <laughs> Although this episode has a lot of moving parts, so I don't yeah. know how you would... I don't know what else you would pick. Yeah. It's kind of funny, because it's, it's an episode that's, like... It features the main trio, like, there's stuff happening with them... But really, I feel like it's an episode about Hattori, so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Anyway, okay, so today we're going to do our summary, spoiler-free discussion, and then spoiler-y discussion, like we always do. This content from this episode came from chapters 25 and 26 of the manga, and there weren't any big changes I noticed this time. Mm-hmm. I felt like some of the dialogue was a little bit different. Like, it was one of those things where the same situation that we see often where, like, the subtitle was represented a little bit differently and that kind of seat feel has a different feeling or a little bit of a different meaning sometimes mm-hmm. but there weren't any i didn't notice any big changes um and it's like i said it's based off of or it's we covered the same content in our episode number 13 which was called two thousand times happier so mm-hmm. which is a better title than i wouldn't say that <laughs> <laughs> objectively <laughs> anyway so the episode opens on a huge beautiful lake Ah, it's so pretty and big, Tori says, looking out of a window uh, with Hattori and Yuki. Hattori asks, are lakes really that special? And Tori says, yes, it's my first time seeing one in person. And Jigure chuckles an evil chuckle from the other side of the room and says, it's the sort of cabin that Jason might show up at, don't you think? Jason, Kyo asks, looking back over his shoulder from the, like, grumpy spot where he's sitting on the floor. (laughs) Jason is a new type of bear. You're so oblivious, Kyo-kun, Jigure says. And Kyo is like, of course I know that. Anger vein a poppin'. It's not, Hattori says. Is it a foreign kind of bear? Toru wonders, head tilted slightly, and Yuki and Hattori sigh. <laughs> I actually think we were talking about this being like kind of a dated reference now. Yeah. And I actually think it's funnier that way because it's like the the old folk are making a, a joke about a movie from their time and the kids are like, what? what? It does seem like a joke that we would make yeah. that someone who is like the age that Toru and Yuki and Kyo are wouldn't yeah. understand at this point. Yeah. Like when... Yuki's apparently like a secret horror movie buff since he knows what's going on. I know. I was thinking when I watched this, the first time we talked about this, you were like, is this an outdated reference? And I was like, I yeah. think so. <laughs> and it feels like that now. So yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So, so yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, then he, Yuki secretly knows, I guess Yuki, he's just the kind of person who would like, you feel like he would just know stuff. Like he probably just knows that it's like a trivia thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> He's real good at pub trivia. Maybe. You want him on your team? Yeah. I could see him being good at that. So. He's like the one quietly in the corner. Everyone's arguing over what the answer is, and he just quietly writes it down. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's arguing over the wrong answer, and he quietly yeah. writes the right answer down. Has someone written a fanfic about that? Let's find it. <laughs> <laughs> or write it, maybe. <laughs> okay. So, Toru narrates that the gang has come to the Soma vacation house, and even a Tori son came. I'm so overjoyed, she thinks. But... Honda-san, Yuki says, yes, well, uh, he says, and then looks away. We hear the sound of wind, and we see a scene of the boy and the hat blowing in the wind from before. That seems like it's on Yuki's mind. We cut back to Yuki, and he clenches his fist and says, never mind, it's nothing. Sorry, still not looking at her. 
Tori looks concerned and then looks over at Kyo, who also looks away. But something strange is going on with Yukikun and Kyokun, she thinks, looking worried. And then we cut to the opening theme song. Do-do-do. I don't know how it goes, it's really fast. The new one with umbrellas. <laughs> yeah, we cut to the umbrella opening theme song. So after the theme song, we return to the night before Chigure's house, after visiting Toru's mom's grave. Um, Kyo and Yuki and Toru sit and they eat dinner in silence, like complete silence. There's no arguing, there's no Shigure there being annoying. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Toru looks anxiously between the two of them. Uh, she starts, but then fortunately Shigure pops in just in time to break the, the awkwardness with an I'm home and Toru welcomes him back. And then she scoots over and he sits beside her, <laughs> which was really cute. Hey, want to go on a trip tomorrow? He says, and the kids are all like, huh? He was like, why would you suggest this so suddenly? Are you drunk? Even if I drink, I'm never drunk, Shigure replies. <laughs> <laughs> you just always seem drunk, Yuki thinks. Shigure is like, let's go. We can use the Soma vacation house. Don't you want to go, Torukun? Eh, but, but I, was already, I was already so generous to allow me to go on a previous Soma trip, she says, and then she freaks out. Shigure says, but I didn't go that time. And truthfully, I wanted to go. I was so envious. And Toru was taken aback, and she says, let's go. And then Shigure gives a peace <laughs> sign. You manipulator, Yuki and Kyo shout, spouting more angry popping veins. <laughs> and uh, I didn't see this myself. I saw a post on like Tumblr yes. or something, but the little angry veins are formed out of little cats and rats. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Someone slowed that animation down and they're formed yeah. out of little an- rats and cats and it was cute. Yeah, I did hear like angry animal noises when they popped up, but <laughs> I didn't notice the actual figures. Oh, thanks, Tumblr. That I also yeah. didn't see that, but I saw that on Tumblr too. <laughs> they're adorable. I love his serious voice. Every time I read that, I read it in like a... I feel like the Shigure, previous Shigure was acted in kind of a like fake, like whiny voice. But this time he was like super serious, like, oh, I didn't get to go. And truthfully, I wanted to go too. And so he like (laughs) super seriously manipulates her this time, which is kind of funny. So you'll be coming too, right? He says, turning to Yuki and Kyo. You wouldn't let it be just the two of us, would you? Kyo says, and they both just look kind of angry. And Shigure is like, well, that's that. Let's hop in the car and zoom over. And then we see them transition to the car, and Atori drives. Your favorite. I know. I'm, I'm still concerned. <laughs> Shigure said he drove He drove carefully. So. He's probably driving like two miles an hour because he can't see. <laughs> He's like, where's the lines? Where are the lines? Yeah. Everybody shut up. <laughs> There's nobody else He's on like, the road around him. like, turn that down, I can't him. see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why there's no background music in that yeah. scene. <laughs> so, back where we left off, um, in the vacation house, Toru narrates, and that's why we're all here at the vacation house. <laughs> Uh, Toru is worried about how gloomy Kyo and Yuki seem to be, and Kyo asks why Shigure suddenly wanted to go on a trip. He must have an ulterior motive, Yuki says from the other side of the room. It saddens me how you suspect me. I just wanted to go on a trip with everyone, he says. And he suggests that they take Toru out for a walk to the lake, and Yuki and Kyo don't say anything. They don't respond. And then he's like, what's the matter? You're so moody. Toru's like, uh, I can go by myself. But Shigure cuts her off, saying, hmm, we need someone funny to cure your cloudy moods. I know, I'll call Aya. And he stands up with the phone. But Yukin Kyo's eyes gleam angrily. Call him and you die, they say. And then Hattori face palms even harder than he already was after the Jason comment. <laughs> the kids take off to go for a walk. Um, Shigure comments to Hattori about how they've been gloomy since yesterday. And then, without responding to that comment, Hattori says, Did you suddenly want to come on this trip to torment your editor again? So we cut to outside Shigure's house, a notice taped on the door. Off on a journey. Please don't look for me. Shigure Soma. <laughs> and 
Michon, his editor, screams, and a voice coming from the phone on the ground calls out frantically, Michon, just come back to the office for now. He probably is just teasing you again. Please don't die. Then we cut back to the vacation house, where Shigure says, I'm not tormenting her. I'm just teasing her a bit. And Hattori looks annoyed and says, I feel sorry for your editor. <laughs> Outside, Kyo, Yuki, and Toru walk together in silence. It feels so awkward. I can barely stand it, Toru thinks. They're not even arguing. And she remembers yesterday, uh, the gang eating their picnic in front of Kyoko's grave. They weren't like this when we went to visit the grave, she thinks. Why are they like this? And then with shock, she, th- she thinks, it must be because they're angry at me. Maybe I did something rude during the grave visit. Of course, because it must be her <laughs> fault if uh, if they're angry. Yeah. She's like, the only thing I can think is yeah, that yeah. I, I did think... something to make them angry. Exactly. I think that's what it says in the subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> It was written in a way that is not the way that I talk, so I wrote something else. Because <laughs> yeah. I struggle sometimes when things are written in a weird way. Like, it just happened a couple seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, she says, and Yuki and Kyo turn back. I'm so sorry, she says, and then she bows, and she says, I'm really spacey sometimes, and I don't realize it when I do something rude. So if it did anything to offend you, please tell me, and I won't do it again. And Kyo and Yuki look extremely surprised. So please, please, she says, tears welling in her eyes. Go back to how you normally are, she thinks. Honda-san, wait a second, Yuki says. Kyo is like, what are you talking about? Ah! And then trips and falls. Toru asks if he's okay and he's grumpy. And they all look down and see a huge bear footprint in the dirt. And Toru says, this footprint, it looks like Jason's. It's Jason, Kyo shouts. And they both freak out, (laughs) imagining an angry bear. It's just a bear, Yuki says. (laughs) What do we do? Toru freaks out, arms failing. It's dangerous. It's terrible. Let's hurry and go. But then, in her flailing, she slips off the path. And Yuki and Kyo lunge after her. And then we cut away to back to the vacation house <laughs> where Michan, we hear Michan screaming on the phone. When will you finish? What this ha- why does this happen every time? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm already done with the manuscript. Shigure says calmly over her screaming on the phone. And then it's like, okay, bye. And hangs up while she still screams in the background. Yeah. I just took one line of what she said, but she keeps screaming yeah. while he keeps going. Yeah, I like the okay. addition of her just continuously yelling yeah. at him. He's just like, yes, yes, it's fine. And it's fine. She's like, sensei. And she like hangs up the phone. <laughs> he tells Hattori, who sits back, arms crossed on the couch that he called his editor. And Hattori is like, of course you did. And then Shigure complains that now he's bored. And Hattori is like, me too. Now we can't have that, Shigure says. You won't be bored. Turns out Shigure has brought a huge pile of books that he recommends. And he dumps them on the table in front of Hattori. Huh? Hattori looks up. Go ahead, relax, and enjoy a book for once. You've always liked reading almost as much as me, Shigure says. I see, Hattori says. He thinks back to that time at the main house where Kana passed him outside around New Year's. Maybe this is his way of being considerate because it's around Kana's wedding, Hattori thinks. Shigure, he says. Yes? It's nothing, Hattori says. And he picks up a book and smiles. It has been a while since I could just enjoy a book. And Shigure wonders how the kids are getting along outside. And then we transition back, uh, like, over the woods. And we hear, they'll be fine as long as she's there, Hattori says. But it turns out Hattori was wrong as hell. Because <laughs> out in the woods, we pan down the hill. We see Yuki's pants on a tree, <laughs> on the tree branch. And Toru is sitting below, resting against the tree. His shirt is on her lap. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we hear. And little rat Yuki is sitting up on a tree branch and Kitty Kyo is on the ground beside her. And his clothes are also kind of strewn about on the ground. And Yuki asks if Toru's okay. Yes, she says, crying. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sheesh, look where you're going, Kyo says. And Toru's like, yes, like still crying. (laughs) Look where you're going. You're the one who fell first, little rat Yuki says, standing up on a tree branch and dusting himself off, which was adorable. (laughs) 
Like, you can talk, Kirikyo argues. What would a sheltered boy always shut up in his room know about the woods? I'm better than an idiot who's still useless despite training in the mountains, Yuki says, and they continue to argue, and a posse of rats appears, drawn to Yuki, who's standing in the sassiest way that a rat can possibly stand, and says, <laughs> by the way, Jason isn't a bear, he's a character from a horror movie. What's so important about a bear from a horror movie, Kyo wants to know, <laughs> and Toru looks back and forth between them. Kyo cli- tries to climb the tree, saying, I'll kill you, I'll freaking kill you this time. I'm tired of hearing the same line from you, Yuki says, and the rats are, like, huddling around him, including the little one on top of his head. <laughs> Kyo winches about him calling up his rat crew, and then Yuki points out that in this form, Kyo is clearly at an advantage, and their fight is interrupted by Toru laughing, and they both run over to her, and she apologizes for laughing while they fight. But I'm relieved, she says. I started laughing since I was so relieved that you two are back to normal. You must think I'm strange. And you can Kyo looks surprised, and she continues to laugh. Like They, they both just, like, stare at her with wide eyes. <laughs> What you were saying before you fell, about if we were mad at you, Yuki says, it wasn't that. And then he looks down and continues, if it seemed like I was angry, that's because. And then we see the same scene again of the boy and the hat blowing in the wind. It's because I just wasn't feeling that great, he says. He walks over on his little two back rat legs and then rests his front paws on her knees and apologizes for making her worry. Me too, Kyo says. And Toru looks over at him and he's facing away from her. I wasn't mad or anything, I just wasn't feeling that great either. In the head, Yuki asks Sassily. No, Kyo says, and they transform back to their human forms. I was really glad they kept that joke from the, <laughs> the manga. <laughs> uh, they get dressed behind the trees while Toru looks away. Anyway, I'm just glad that you weren't feeling well, she says. I mean, I'm glad that nothing has changed. <laughs> changed, Kyo says. Nothing has changed, Yuki says. Except I hate that guy more than ever, they say in unison, stepping out in front of the trees, <laughs> pointing at each other. Another fight ensues, of course, and Toru chuckles again. It's odd that I'm glad they're arguing, but I'm happiest when they are, she thinks. And then they all end up deciding to head back for the day instead of going to the lake. We cut back inside the lake house, where Hitori reads Summer Colored Sai, Shigure's book. <laughs> you like it? Shigure asks. It's revolting, Hitori says. <laughs> the next day, the trio are about to head out to go to the lake, trying to make another attempt to go, you know, see the lake that they actually came here to see. Uh, Kyo, of course, wears another knockoff Adidas shirt. <laughs> I think this is a new one that we haven't seen before. It's like white. <laughs> Don't fall in the lake, Kyokun, Shigure says, teasing Kyo, and then Kyo sasses him back, of course. No guarantees that Honda-san won't fall in the lake, Yuki thinks. Hitori tries to say goodbye to Hitori, but he's asleep on the couch. Hitori actually sleeps, Kyo says. Kyokun, all people need to sleep, Shigure says. And he's like, I know that, it just, he just doesn't seem like the type to fall asleep in front of other people. Toru takes off while they're talking and then comes back with a blanket, worried that he might catch a cold, and tucks him in, which is adorable. You're so kind, Torukun. You'll be a wonderful wife, Shigure says, and then she freaks out, of course. You're an idiot, Shigure, the boys think. <laughs> a hand suddenly clutches Toru's shoulder. He's right, that was wonderfully attentive. Ayame has arrived, and a cloud of shoujo sparkles. <laughs> Allow me to praise you, he says. And then we are then treated to an awkward silence, showing the group, like going further further back so like it's a whole group and farther back and then outside the house and each time they punctuate every scene with a cuckoo <laughs> sound which is great <laughs> is this when we got the ghosty figures no that everyone so kindly let us know about no that's later don't spoil it i couldn't, I couldn't remember i thought it was that scene but i, I thought that that's what they meant and i was like it's kind of like that and then later there's one in this one they were just black and white but they had the sound effect where it was like, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. It like, zoomed out every time, and I thought that was really great. 
what's wrong? You're all so quiet, Yami says, breaking the silence and rolling Toru's head around as she goes, ah, <laughs> which is great, too. <laughs> because you popped out of nowhere, Yuki says. Where'd you slither in from? Kyo demands to know. He's like, I came in through the front door, of course. How dim-witted of you, Kyonkichi. <laughs> Toru tries to greet him, uh, Ayame, but Yuki stops her. Greetings all, he says. I understand you must be moved to tears to see me again, but please calm your hearts. I stand here before you thanks to the cooperation of an interested party, Ayame says. And the kids look at Shigure, <laughs> and they're like, interested party? And Shigure's like, hey, hey, it wasn't me, which is <laughs> hilarious. Fear not, Gure-san, Ayame says, jumping forward with an outstretched arm in a sea of shoujo sparkles. Even if the world turns against you, I shall be on your side. Jetem mon amour. Bon voyage. <laughs> and Aya, Shigure says, sparkles flowing as well, arm outstretched. You are all I can depend on. Anyang Hashimika. Ha, I said it right this time. <laughs> also. I'm proud of you. And then they high five. <laughs> <laughs> so why the heck are you here? Kyo cuts in. Now, now, settle down there. As Kinpachi Sensei once said, Ayame says, flicking his hair and then spinning dramatically to quote the drama, so named drama. People are made to support each other. And that's relevant how? Yuki asks. Ayame puts his hand on his chest and then sparkles again and says, Isn't it a great line? Like, you just wanted to say it? Yuki and Kyo shout. <laughs> Kyo complains about Ayame. Just being there makes him tired. And Ayame is like, how rude. I always have a reason to be here. And he clasps Yuki's hands together and says, Yuki, today's the day we'll deepen our brotherly bonds. I'll drown you in the lake before that happens, Yuki replies. <laughs> Tor tries to break things up, but Tori, who has been woken up by the noise, of course, bogs Ayame on the back of the head with a book. I told you not to bother people too much, Ayame, he says. I would have been quieter if I had known you were sleeping, <laughs> Ayame says cheerfully and loudly. <laughs> Louder than any other thing that he said this whole time. <laughs> you see, I think it's Pirates of Penzance that has the with cat-like tread song. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know what you're talking you watch about. It. It's like a bunch of, they're like trying to quote unquote sneak into someplace and they're like loudly singing this song. It's like with cat like trend <laughs> <laughs> about how quietly they're sneaking into the place. It's hysterical. It I sounds wonderful. I think of that every time I, I always says that. <laughs> okay, we'll have to look it up after. <laughs> it's, but yeah, he's like, every, he was kind of loud, but then he was like extra loud on that one yeah. line, which is really funny. So, you're so loud, Hattori says, face palming, and then he asks what Ayame's doing there, and Ayame says, huh? I went to the main house, and a maid who was 53 years old said that you had gone with everyone to the vacation house, so I decided to join you. I just arrived, comfortably, by car, of course. I don't believe him, Yuki thinks. <laughs> and Kyo is like, he doesn't dodge the questions with Hattori. Hattori releases the kids from the grasp of Ayame by asking if they were going to the lake, and Ayame is like, I don't know why you're dragging your feet, but you need to be slicker if you're going to escort a lady, and you can cure like, it's your damn fault! But Toru jumps in and is like, ah, uh, so we're heading out now, and they leave. <laughs> they finally make their escape. <laughs> Toru's desperate attempts to keep the peace in this episode. The whole time she just has her hands up, like half the episode is her with her hands up going, ah, uh, um, ah, uh, um, <laughs> like basically... <laughs> Inside, Shigure says that he thought that Yame would go with them, but Yame says it's been a while since the three of them could spend any time together. The night is long. I won't let you sleep tonight, Gure-san. I'm honored to be able to share your dreams tonight, Aya, he says. Yosh, they say together. <laughs> you never get tired of that, do you? Hattori asks. And I never get tired of it as well, <laughs> which is why I say it every time. <laughs> Out at the lake. 
Toru is enjoying how refreshing it is, but then feels a grumpy vibe from behind. He turns <laughs> around to see Keo and Yuki, who are being grumpy about Ayame being there. Yuki sits on the ground, and Keo stands with his arms crossed. He's your brother. Do something about it, Keo says. I would if I could. I don't like people who rely on others to help them, Yuki says. Rely on others? I know Shiguri used to piggyback you around, you moron, Kyo says. It's none of your business, Yuki says. Don't start talking as if- don't talk as if you know everything. I don't want to talk to you, Kyo says, but they continue to argue. And then Toru <laughs> raises her hands, like you just said, trying to keep the peace, trying to say something to calm them down. Why did I have to come to this damn lake with you, Kyo says. Coming to this lake is torture for me, too, Yuki says. This place is stupid anyway, Kyo says, but then they realize what they're doing, and they freak out and turn to Toru, and they're like, it's not like that, it's just that I don't want to be here with him. Don't get the wrong idea. Right. Huh? Toru says. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, it's fine, and they blush and turn away. Toru smiles and asks if they'd like to walk around the lake. <laughs> and then we transition back to the house, where Ayame, Hatoru, and Shigure sit together outside having some tea. Ayame passes Tori a red envelope. It's a photo from Khan's wedding, apparently. He doesn't open it. What? You went, Aya? Shigure asks. He seems really surprised, genuinely surprised. <laughs> no, no, he says. Mayukun gave it to me. Mayu? You saw Mayu? Shigure asks incredulously. Indeed, I saw her. The Mayukun who broke up with you after a month and called you a mere ripple on the water. Ah, Hattori says. The Mayuku who was good friends with Kana in college and dumped Shigure after a month. Uh, I mean, I was young then, Shigure says. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they pick on Shigure again. <laughs> Shigure changes the subject back to Kana, <laughs> avoiding the awkwardness of talking about Maiko. And he asks if Hattori uh, didn't go to the wedding because he didn't want to see Kana. I was afraid that she might get flashbacks, he says. I didn't overwrite her memories with others, so it would be problematic if she happened to remember something. Ayame looks angry in the background. Would it be problematic? If she remembered you, you two could fall in love again, he says. Stealing the bride, eh? Shigure asks. Dramatic. Like a story straight from a movie. He, he didn't mention the graduate <laughs> this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's over for Kana and me, Tori says. We can't start over again. Being together would only bring sadness. Natoria remembers her. It's the same memory from the photograph that he keeps on his desk. We can never be carefree as we once were. Back when we didn't know anything... The guilt and sense of inferiority would always be there, and he remembers erasing her memories, and they would only spread like a stain until they wore her out. She would inevitably fall ill. Out loud, Hattori says, I'd like to think that we still love each other. However, I don't want her to be by my side, nor do I want to see her. All I can do is pray, he thinks, that she can be happy. Ryame still looks grumpy behind him and is like, I cannot accept that. Yes, I'm biased in your favor, but I still need to say that I cannot accept this. Kanakun is being unfair. She's forgotten everything and found happiness while you're burdened with having to remember everything on your own. I cannot help but feel like she's gone ahead and left you behind. You think so? Hattori says. And he imagines Toru smiling from the same scene where, like, he remembered Kana walking away at the main house. Um, the episode where Toru went to the main house and learned about his, his zodiac form. <laughs> And his past, his dark and mysterious past. <laughs> just about to say that. <laughs> You're about to make the same joke as me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> joke that's only funny to us. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> Ayame says that he's too kind, and that's why he endures needless suffering. Shigure chimes in. Yeah, and people push all the bothersome things onto you. Fine, Ayame says, and stands, slamming his nads on the table. No, I'm just that was just that was for you. 
He slams his hands on the table. Good. (laughs) He slams his hands on the table. I won't tell you to start things over again with Kanakun. Instead, I shall make one thing perfectly clear. I want you to be 2,000 times happier than Kanakun. 2,000 times? Shigure asks. Why 2,000? 1,000 is too little, Ayame says. Hattori smiles and chuckles. You should sow this aggressive side of yours to Yuki, he says. And Ayame is like, hmm, should I? (laughs) Like, Like, he's actually considering it. Well, anyway, Shigure says, I hope next time you can meet someone who won't make you feel sad to be with, a woman who brings you joy. Well said, you're such a poet, Ayame says. I'm a novelist, novelist, Shigure says. <laughs> Another person, Hattori thinks, an outrageous hope. Do you know outrageous hope was the working title for Star Wars? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I live to make you laugh. <laughs> outrageous. It's so outrageous. He remembers Kana turning back. Um, and smiling the day they first met. He remembers her in the sakura trees and her running up to him on the beach. For cursed ones like us, perhaps having a short time with someone like Kana is already enough, in my opinion. He remembers Kana crying, uh, asking him not to push her away after she discovered the Zodiac secret. Perhaps I'm satisfied with that, he thinks. The return of the kids snaps him out of his memories. (laughs) All I can do is watch over them, he thinks, so they don't make the same mistakes so that their smiles don't turn sour. Welcome back, Yuki and friends, Ayame says. I'm not his friend, Kyo shouts, of course. Hey, Yuki, he says, ignoring Kyo once again. I received advice from Tori-san. From now on, I will be more aggressive about deepening my bonds with you. There's no doubt this is the greatest method. It'd be great if you just gave up, Yuki thinks. And Toru asks what Ayame means. You see, Yuki is my younger brother, and I'm Yuki's older brother. By that truth, I have a proclamation. And he points dramatically down. Yuki, since I'm your older brother, you must obey me. And his words <laughs> echo through another ghosty figure silence. This is the one that everyone wrote to us about and was like, oh, I thought of you guys when I saw that. <laughs> Kayla, we've made a cultural impact, I think. Yes. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I was really entertained. I got that. I saw that message when I was at work. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, oh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for letting us know guys yeah thanks for letting us know also thanks to that random person from my work that like several years ago who called them ghost figures in the first place so, <laughs> so good that's like that's like that you can see like ayami's smirk in his ghost yes. figure like... <laughs> and toru's like eyes are kind of yeah toru's eyes are wide and her mouth is open yeah. <laughs> you can see kyo's kitty ears <laughs> they also look like they have a little shadow that's like radiating from ayame <laughs> it's pretty great <laughs> Yuki smirks and then chuckles. Not in a million years, he says, and then we hear the sound of Ayame getting blasted into the sun. <laughs> well, yeah, blasting off again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope people know you put our <laughs> stupid jokes at the end. Only the people who listen to spoilers get to hear them. <laughs> listen, if you aren't listening to spoilers... You go back, or let me know if you want to hear all the jokes, because I could just leave them in, but usually I cut them out for, like, because it takes up a long time, like this one. Yeah, it's better for pacing. It is better for pacing. If you, but I can just leave them in. (laughs) That's also fine, too. (laughs) I think you make a a good balance of jokes that are left in and (laughs) jokes that are cut for timely issues. (laughs) I cut tangents. I don't cut jokes. I'll put it that way. (laughs) This was a full tangent. We referenced five other things. That was like a 10 minute tangent. It's that was a like it was a pretty 90s tangent. It was anyway. Listen, (laughs) Ayame doesn't get it at all. Hattori says, Not at all. Shigure agrees, but the same goes for you too, Hassan. Shigure thinks you still have your whole life ahead of you. 
And then we cut to school, which was a little bit weird. <laughs> a life ahead of you, back in high school. Back in high school. <laughs> get your GED. Get your GED, Tori. <laughs> I've been practicing medicine for all this time without your GED, Tori. <laughs> they go. To, he's like, he has a private clinic, so he can like do whatever he wants. Yeah. And they come in, and he's. They're like. He's like, how are you feeling? He just opens a drawer full of like syringes, and he's like, which one is which? Like, he's <laughs> like, give me a second. He pulls up like WebMD. <laughs> you said your head hurts and you have a fever. Oh my god, you have cancer. <laughs> yeah, definitely cancer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> We got to so close to finishing the episode. <laughs> I think we j- we just need this comedic episode after all of the, <laughs> you know, the dr- the drama of the last ones. Hattori, like, this scene brought it into a place of drama, and we're turning into a place of comedy still. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sad about my past, like with Kana, and we're like, haha, Pokemon jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We cut to school. Mayutan sensei a kid calls, and then we cut to an office, and we pan up on a teacher who sasses the kids. Hey, be more polite to your teachers. And it turns out that it's Yuki Kiyotoru and Hana's homeroom teacher. <laughs> like, he listed them all. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually I, when they're together, I refer to them as the gang. But then in this case, I refer to the gang as all the people at the vacation house. So it made sense to me at the time. <laughs> well, it could be Hattori's homeroom teacher, too, if he goes back to get his... <laughs> That might be an interesting experience. I'm going to write that at you. <laughs> Listen, fanfiction gold. <laughs> it's Kyo Yuki Toru and Uo and Hana's homeroom teacher. Address me as great teacher Mayuko, she says. Working during the holiday, great teacher Mayuko-sama, the girl says. That's right, it sucks, she says. And then she asks if the kids are there for clubs, and they say they are. And we pan over her desk, and you can see a photo of Mayuko and Kana in Kana's in her wedding dress. Next time we hear Shigure's voice, you might find the one. And then we cut to credits. That was literally all that was left of the episode. If we had we could have finished that twenty minutes ago if we weren't making Pokemon jokes. <laughs> but would we be as happy? No. I'm pretty happy right now. <laughs> I also love Mayuko, so I was like, Yay, it's Mayuko. Great teacher yeah. Mayuko. Now we can call her that from now on, which is also mm-hmm. my favorite thing to do when we Yes. <laughs> see her in the summary <laughs> yeah i feel like maya chan sensei maya chan sensei also I'm, she... <laughs> I'm always entertained by people doubling up on honorifics so technically th- this time too because she called her mayuko dai sensei sama <laughs> so yeah so it was like great teacher mayuko sama or whatever it says in the subtitle which is really funny yeah like toru's like beat chance on stuff yeah, that's really entertains me <laughs> maya chan sensei <laughs> mayuko seems like a cool teacher Mm-hmm. She'd be a good teacher in our AU where her toy goes back to get his GED. Yes. <laughs> uh, <sighs> do you want to you want to start this discussion <laughs> <laughs> about yeah. specifically about this episode of Fruits Basket and not about anything else? <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> what is important is we're having fun and learning. Mm. I learned about <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Learned about old horror movies. Yeah. I mean, they're not even that old. Not that old. They're, they're like 80s. Old. 
listen. <laughs> fruits basket. I told you to talk about fruits basket and you failed me. <laughs> Although, you know, Jason is an important character. <laughs> okay. All right. Discussion. Yes. I thought it was interesting that they had Hattori specifically saying he didn't overwrite Kana's memories with yes. other memories. <laughs> that was the one kind of like singular change that I was referring to. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a standout for, I guess, for us because we talked about it so much in that one episode where we discussed yeah. the manga. Because he just said they like weren't very deeply buried or something. Yes, he says that, and we were like, I wonder what would happen. There was much speculation, I think, about his powers, his power mm-hmm. to conceal. Memories. Yeah, about like how they worked and mm-hmm. stuff. So I guess he also has the ability to like replace memories with other ones. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how like he's convinced like uh Momiji's mother that he's like another Soma kid yeah like maybe just kind of like move those memories like a couple feet to the left or something <laughs> you know <laughs> but like when I remembered this thing I smelled rose water and now I smell jasmine <laughs> that's how it works right <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah he it seems like he can do something to conceal it's implied that he can do something to either only um like, he can alter them or hide them. Like, it seems like he can do both. Mm-hmm. Because she definitely... She also remembers him. Because she says... When she walks by before, she's like, Oh, I don't think he's as handsome as Hattori. But doesn't she... I can't remember if she did it in the anime, but she made a comment about his his their relationship being, like, one-sided or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, when she, like, first introduced herself to Hattori in, like, real life, she said something about, like knowing him by reputation or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I guess they just kind of, he just kind of made it so that that's all, that was the extent of their relationship. Maybe, or maybe they still work together mm-hmm. or whatever, but something. Yeah. It definitely, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, I guess it would be really difficult to like completely erase that without erasing so many other people's memories mm-hmm. because they dated for a while. So a bunch of people knew about it, I guess. Like, Mayuko knew about it, and the other girl, like, the ones she's talking to, at least. Mm-hmm. You know she has more friends than that, so. Yeah, like, they must know, like, they probably know she worked for him, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's implied that they have a relationship beyond, like, it's not like they never knew him. Like, maybe mm-hmm. what happened with, like, Momiji and, uh, like, with Yuki and his friends in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's sort of implied that he did less of a he did less to her memory he altered them less or something or didn't replace mm-hmm. them he says so yeah yeah i thought that was really interesting a minor minor change yeah but it implies a lot about his powers mm-hmm. the rats are cute the rats are cute <laughs> great observation <laughs> my, my discussion they are they're adorable and i loved how yuki was standing in his sassy rat pose he yeah. was, he was he's kind of on his little hip yeah, he's kind of pudgy in rap form, he which is. is kind of adorable. <laughs> kind of so looks like good. a weeble. <laughs> he does. He's very rotund for a little rat. Yeah. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyo is kind of uncanny valley in the face. I noticed in that. In cat form. But the animation's really nice. Like when he like, when Toru starts laughing and he walks over to her, it's a very cat-like cat walk. walk. But his face is a little off <laughs> in cat form. I didn't notice that before. Like I wonder if it's a little different. But yeah, when he was sitting, especially in profile, I was like, do you have a baby face like what is going yeah. on it was a little bit uncanny you're right i agree with yeah. you uh, yeah i think it's like something with the animation because he doesn't 
Like he kind of has the same kind of face in the manga. I think it just without the movement, it's not as obvious that it's a little okay. uncanny. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely. I did. I felt like I noticed something. It was a little bit off. There's something about it that's a little. It looks like a person face rather yeah. than a cat face. Yeah, but the animations are really cute. Like I went awe when he like walked over to her because mm-hmm. it's a very cat like little mm-hmm. <laughs> motion. He, he made. Like puts his little paws on the tree and then scratches down. He like falls down. Yeah. And he's like trying to scratch into the tree, which is cute. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yuki's are good too. Like he walks over and then he puts his little paws on her knees, which also I thought was adorable in the manga. Mm-hmm. It was extra adorable this time. Yeah. I like how Yuki's face like doesn't move when he talks as a rat for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. He like doesn't have a mouth in rat form. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to. He can just use his mind. <laughs> Confirmation that Yuki has mind powers. I mean. Yeah. That's um, how he knows all that horror movie trivia. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually reading Shigure's mind. He didn't actually know until that time. Yeah. <laughs> As a side note, one thing I, I liked in the dub is uh, they have, you know, Yuki being exasperated with all the Jason stuff at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then when they trip over the bear track and yeah. Toru and Kyo are freaking out about it, <laughs> in the dub, Yuki just goes, thanks, Shigure. <laughs> oh, and that part where he's like, it's not Jason. And then, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's good. I didn't watch the dub this time, but yeah, that's pretty funny. The other big, uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. The other big dub change is that I am a does like a Shakespeare quote instead, which is also pretty funny. Instead of um, the Kifachi Sensei quote? Yeah. What did he say? I can't, I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> he but says, it was look a... like the innocent flower, but be the serpent under it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, but... <laughs> I can't remember which quote it was now. I watched it like last night, but I can't remember. Uh, but he did like a Shakespeare quote, which I almost think is like more funny for they're like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is funny. The other one, I think it, it, it's it's relatable <laughs> yeah he's... it like almost has to do with the situation at hand yes. but then he's like it's great isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess like one thing that's quote unquote missing from that is the rest of that scene where he like explains what the drama is he explains that what mm. kimpate sensei is yeah but i mean whatever it's not it yeah. doesn't matter that much <laughs> i was hoping we get a new a man can't stand without his friends to but <laughs> no sorry Glass. <laughs> instead we got uh didn't they high five that was really funny yeah high five was funny (laughs) yeah i liked it i guess um okay so i just i pulled up some of our notes from the time that we discussed this in the manga because some of them apply if if people aren't listening to this i don't know if people i can't tell if people only listen to the anime ones or listen to both Mm -hmm. um so sorry if this is repetitive but just for the people who informal poll do you listen to both or one or the other (laughs) i would be curious to know actually send your notes but yeah so if people listen to if they only listen to the the, first of all, if you just only listen to... I've said this before, but if you just listen to only the anime break ones, you can definitely also go back and listen to this episode of the manga. There's not much that was different. Like I said, like that one scene was shortened and some of the wording just changed a little bit between translations, but for mm-hmm. the most part, it's the same. Um, but yeah, so like I guess a couple things that we learned is that we saw more about the transformation. So like we learned more about the curse and that Yuki called all the rats to him. Uh, and... We heard, we kind of heard that they can do that before. Also, Yuki specifically did this before. You can see it in the very first episode, right? Mm-hmm. He like somehow manages to call the rats to like help him dig out Toru's stuff from her from the landslide, from the tent. Yeah. Um, but back then it was mysterious. Now there's just a mm-hmm. tiny rat sitting on his head, which is adorable. Like you said I was going alone. <laughs> I never said I was going alone. Dramatic spin, red-eyed rats. Mm-hmm creepiest scene in all of Fruits Basket yeah. I think. 
It's like, and we've met Aikido at this point, so yeah. I'm just saying something. <laughs> Actually, that one, I, yeah, the, well, there's creepy and there's scary. <laughs> They're different, I think. <laughs> the one with the, I think the one with the rats is scarier. It's creepier because you don't expect it. Mm-hmm. The one with the You're like, I'm just gonna watch this cute shoujo anime. And like, oh fuck, why are there so many rats? What the fuck? <laughs> and the one with, I feel like with the way that Akito is like, like drawn, drawn and acts. acts. So when it, mm-hmm. that scene happens, like when they're at the school, for example, that we've already seen so far, you're like, oh shit, oh shit. But it's not yeah. like, it's not like what the fuck. It's like oh shit. It's <laughs> that yeah. <makes> sense? <laughs> Let me it's describe not what the fuck. It's oh shit. <laughs> Describe this the only way that I can with my swearing, my palette of swears. Where does this scene lie on the scale from what the fuck to ocean? <laughs> We're gonna put that on our survey too. <laughs> now I have to leave this in because it was so funny. That... <laughs> Sorry, I'm hilarious. Uh, so <laughs> this episode is just gonna be jokes. Yeah. <laughs> There's not that much to say. There's not that much to say. That's not spoilery. Like Kyoto yeah, here said. I think yeah, we I have a couple spoiler comments, but I don't yeah. really have too much. I think we Except talked the about the rats were cute. <laughs> the rats were cute in the uh, other episode. Well, I think we should point out the fights because in the first episode we did this, we talked about the manga. We talked about the fights. So in the fight scenes, because everyone, if you listen to this long enough, you know that I fucking hate fight scenes. <laughs> I hate it when they argue because it's boring to me. But in these, there are a couple of things that they said that I thought were interesting. Um, like when they were arguing so like kyo says uh he says sorry i have the quote from the manga i'm not gonna scroll up it's like he says something about that's why like like the, that's that's funny coming from like a boy who's locked in his room all the time or something and then yuki mm-hmm. says it's better than a certain idiot who was like who trained the mountains and still useless or something like that mm-hmm. so i just think the scene is interesting because they pick at these things like kyo says something that I feel like probably really gets to Yuki, but Kyo doesn't know that maybe he was like abused by Akito, like we saw before. Like they, Akito is alluded to locking Yuki in that room or like having him in the special room or whatever. Mm-hmm. The stuff that we've seen before, and then of course, um, you know, like Yuki picks on something that Kyo worked hard for, like all this training that he did in the mountains. And then they also have the scene where later the second fight where they're at the lake, um, Kyo is like he's your talking about Ayame and he's like he's your brother do something to Yuki and then Yuki is like oh I hate it with other people who are dependent on other people and then they argue about that when really like both of them are dependent on Shigure yeah and I think this uh this anime made it even more obvious that Yuki's like talking kind of about himself when he says I hate people are dependent on others Mm -hmm. he doesn't even like look at Kyo I think when he says it he's kind of Mm -hmm. like looking down in a way yeah, and he even, like, before he says it, he says, like, I would if I could, like, when mm-hmm. he's talking about Ayame, which makes him, like, makes him even more obvious that he feels helpless in yeah. that moment. He seems like he's more frustrated with himself. Yeah, but it's a sensitivity that they both have, so they both, like, start fighting about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I have to say that's not spoilery, <laughs> frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll leave in all these jokes for content. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, so next time we'll be talking about episode 16. It's called Don't Step. She said, Don't Step on Those, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is another weird quote. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like how they use quotes for all the titles, though, but I do yeah. agree with what you said earlier, which is like sometimes they pick kind of weird ones, but yeah. 
Like, I wouldn't say that is not a descriptive no. quote. <laughs> I always pick, like, I also tend to, sometimes their titles, sometimes I feel like I wrote, I used to write more titles, and now I kind of pick a quote that I feel like summarizes sort of the the theme of the monk, like the theme of the chapters that we're talking about. Mm. And I don't... I don't think I, I wouldn't know. say that summarizes the no, theme. No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I think you should start picking title quotes from our stupid jokes from now on. <laughs> I could... It, this one I would be like... Call uh, it Ayami's blasting off again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except I don't title these. Maybe I should title the anime books from now on. <laughs> Ayami's blasting off again with like a lot of A's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and tink at the end. Yeah. I'll just use like the emoji that's the little sparkles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, great. Anyway, great discussion. Let's let's high quality discussion. So much quality. Let's move on to spoilers. Okay. <laughs> if you managed to suffer through this whole episode, <laughs> thank you all for listening. You can send us your asks. You can answer our informal surveys at Tumblr, Twitter, e- or you can send us emails, or you can send us notes on our website, which is staytogetherpodcast.com. I do seriously hope you're all enjoying the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And I was really, I was really pleased when people were like, "There was a ghost people scene," which yeah. was really great. I was like, "Yay!" Yeah. <laughs> it was really charming. It made me grin in the middle of work. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. With Kayla, we made an impact on at least one or two people. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, thank you so much. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Yo, we're back to talk about spoilers. <laughs> what up? <laughs> I have a great spoiler to start with. This quote, that's from the chapter that we just read. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> like I, I read didn't... it right I read it right before watching the so episode. Did I. And I was like, I would not have recognized that if I hadn't just read that chapter. I know. That was convenient so, for us. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we're we're jumping ahead to some Uo backstory. That's very <laughs> interesting, because that's after mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. So Yeah. I guess they're getting some backstory in before the drama. I guess. A drama, yeah. Maybe they'll still um <laughs> maybe they'll still use the true form as the as the season, uh, season finale yeah. of this season, but maybe they'll add in some other stuff first to like pad it because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's coming up uh, pretty quickly. So It would have to be. Mm-hmm. Isn't this there's probably only if they kept it like this would only be a couple more episodes before that and there's yeah, still like 10 episodes like, left yeah it's like chapter 31 is where it starts yeah. we're already in like chapter 26 or 26 so yeah it's chapter 26 this was the end of this covered the end of chapter 26 and it's mm-hmm. 31 so yeah so it's like five away yeah so that would be two or three episodes three episodes mm-hmm. depending on how they split that arc so yeah yeah you don't have to add a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Like 10 more episodes worth of content, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if they might put some, like, Hanajima backstory into the little chapter where the wiki club comes to our house. Maybe. That would be a good to choice. Get, like, to get, like, both of their backstories in. Is that the next one after this? Hold on, wait, I can look. Um, um, it's pretty close, but I don't think it's right away. I think we get Kisa first. Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right.
Yeah, it's the Kisa chapters, and then it's the chapter with Megumi. Okay. Good. Well, yeah, maybe we will, because, like, the chapter with Kisa is probably going to be one episode. Mm-hmm. And then the chapters with, like, the cha- that chapter, the one where they visit her house, Hana's house is going to probably be one, I guess. Yeah, so there's not a lot that goes on in that chapter, so, like, if they wanted to pad it out with some of Hana Dima's backstory, that would kind of make sense. Probably a good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, I thought that was interesting. I definitely wouldn't have recognized yeah. that if we hadn't just read it, so that was like yeah. for us, so. Mm-hmm. Fortuitous. Yeah, it was fortuitous. That is one way to describe it. I was like, we're getting to a point where like they're getting pretty close. I was thinking like they're getting the anime's getting pretty close to like stuff we've already read before. Like I wonder mm-hmm. if there's ever gonna be a point where this crosses over what we haven't read yet. So Yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I think I mean the pause between seasons should give us some catch up time. Catch up time. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, let's hope. But yeah. even then, like I think the Yeah, nothing matters too much. No, it doesn't, because we can also just look it up. Also, the Kyo episodes are going to... It's going to take up several episodes, probably. I bet it's going to mm-hmm. take up at least two. Yeah. So, we will see. Um, I just noticed a slight change in the dialogue, where instead of Kyo saying that, like, Yuki's, like, currently, like, living off of Shigure's, yes. like, generosity or something, he said you used to, like, Shigure used to piggyback you around. Yes! Which makes it seem more like a reference to, uh, like, him, you know begging to be taken out of the Kita's grasp. Yes, I did notice that and I thought it was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I guess that's specifically alluding to that. I was trying to think if there's something else that happens that that could be alluding to, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't but yeah, I just think the past tense rather than present tense is kind of an interesting choice there. Did he the... say, like, I heard that he carried you around on his back or something? Hold on, wait. I probably wrote it down. Mm-hmm. It says, um... Wait, sorry. Kyo says, rely on others. I know Shiguri used to piggyback you around, you moron. So, mm-hmm. Did he say that? Did you watch the dub? Did he say something like that in the dub, too? Yeah, he said something pretty similar. I can't remember if it's the exact same phrase. Okay. So he, yeah, so he implies that it's like he knows that beyond this time. Yeah, I don't know. It was an interesting little tiny t- tweak. Sometimes they yeah. just change one little word and it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I felt like this episode also, like, just mm-hmm. like language, yes. <laughs> just like the one there was another one recently I can't remember which one it was that we talked about where I don't know like sometimes they just make a couple minor changes to the translation in the in the subtitles and, and that makes things feel a little bit different or makes it a little clearer or whatever so mm-hmm. just another one of those things I don't I, I kept this in the spoiler section but it, it's kind of not a spoiler but we talked about in our episodes a couple of times, other episodes a couple of times, that like whenever Yuki and Kyo are upset, they return back to this like state of being like, I just hate that guy. And like that's mm-hmm. the only, it's a way that they kind of cope with stuff. I feel like this is yeah. the first time that that's happening. They were mm-hmm. kind of getting along well, and then they were upset about different things that had happened after the, at Kyoko's grave visit. Like Kyo is upset about Kyoko, and then Yuki is, of course, upset about the hat situation yeah. and closing the lid like we talked about and all this other stuff yeah um, and and it's funny because they're like completely separate things that they're upset yeah. about like they have nothing to do with each other no but at the end they start like fighting with each other again yeah and that's how they kind of like mm-hmm. it's the thing that they can do that it's the way they know how to be and cope with their their feelings like they're angry about other things and confused about other things but they turn that attention toward each other yeah yeah like, uh, what do they call it displacement yeah <laughs> projection 
the forget. Yeah. One of the one of those <laughs> like psychology projection, terms. Projection is when it's on the therapist. I don't know. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Carl Jung. Yeah, the psychology terms that like actually mean specific things, but people use them yeah, like, like generally. So I can't remember what they actually mean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So they but they do the thing they they definitely like they direct their attention onto each other. And mm-hmm. it seems to work for both of them. <laughs> yeah. And I also thought it was one thing where Toru was like, it's also not really a spoiler, but it's I consider it spoilery because it's something that reminded me of another manga episode that we did where Toru was saying that she's like, I'm happiest when they argue. And it reminded me of stuff that happened in the chapter that we talked about with Yuki and Ayame, where Mine says that Ayame is just is most afraid of being ignored or like not having any attention. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's interesting that that idea is also... It's the same idea that is alluded to both times, but now that we've seen it happen like twice, it's kind of building toward or like adding on to a theme. Yeah. Of of acknowledging people and there's different ways of talking to people, but at least they're like acknowledging each other and not just ignoring each other. So Yeah. And like if you like acknowledge people fully, you're bound to argue sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like not getting along with people is a part of growing up, probably. Yeah. And like it's just being uh, maybe even yeah, being a person. It kind of ties into like even the stuff that Shigeru said at the beginning with Kyo that was like you need to, you need to spend more time around people and get hurt by them and hurt them and that's how mm-hmm. you grow as a person. Sort yeah. of a tangent of that I feel. Yeah. Those were all my spoilers, because the last one I have just says she said the episode said she said don't step on them with an eye, <laughs> open eye emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine is jumping to Uo's backstory question mark. <laughs> Very good. Yes. <laughs> I handwrite my notes. <laughs> oh, so you don't put you notebook, don't put emojis so... in your notes. No, so I had no access to eye emojis. I guess I could have drawn them. But... <laughs> good choice. These are the extras that you get in the spoiler when you listen to the spoiler section yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> um, did you have any other spoilers? <laughs> I think that's all I had. Okay. Well, good. In that case, <laughs> thank you all for listening. We will see you next time for... Well, we'll see you next time for manga, or we'll see you for the next episode of the anime. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Do your bye that time. Yay! <laughs> if I was doing yours, it would have been like, bye-bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, whatever. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>
did we see his like most recent movie? It was like 2003 or something. Yeah, something. Like... It was like 2013, maybe or something. It was still a long time ago. Yeah, a relatively long time ago. <laughs> his name's not in the title, so I feel like he's less well known than like Freddy Krueger or something. Or like, like he's in the, his name's not in the title either. But I feel like he's more <laughs> iconic in his name. <laughs> Freddy Krueger has the knife hands too, right? Yeah, he's got a song. Is <laughs> What is the song? The one, two, Freddy's coming for you song. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not. Why didn't you mention this when we talked about it before? Did we talk about Freddy Krueger before? Uh, I feel like we had a, like, which one's Freddy and which one's Jason? Jason's from, Jason's from, Freddy Krueger's from yeah, A Nightmare like the... on Elm Street, and Jason is yeah. from, it's like, it's like the opening theme song to Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever. No, it's like, one, two, Freddy's coming oh. for you. Oh, for battle at the door. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman. What's the song about the gentleman? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> it like a poem, like. But doesn't it have yeah. little girls knocking on windows, knocking on doors? Yeah. They need to take seven, and they might take yours. I just mm-hmm. don't remember how it starts. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember how it starts either. Also creepy though. It's not as creepy. This is just a mishmash of, mishmash of weird references in the last 20 seconds. Oh, I googled, I googled gentleman's song and it just gave me the sigh song. The, <laughs> Google. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like Giles plays that instead of the um <laughs> instead of the creepy music he plays. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what the name of that song is. It's a really famous classical song. Like like the Dance, dance Macabre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead of Dance Macabre, he plays Gentleman by Psy. <laughs> Shout, can't even cry. The gentlemen are coming by, knocking on window. Wait, looking in windows, knocking on doors. I need to take seven, and they might take yours. Can't call to mom, can't say a word. You're gonna die screaming, but you won't be heard. That's the song <laughs> that the little girl sings, <laughs> apparently. Yep. <laughs> it's a really creepy photo of the gentleman. I'm gonna close this now. It's anyway. very obviously inspired by the Freddie song. I never really thought about it, but <laughs> I just when you sang it now, I put the yeah, because I didn't know the Freddie song. Hold on, wait, maybe I should just listen to it. We have time today. The the monk episode's only one chapter, so it's only gonna take half as long, right? <laughs> I just googled Freddy Krueger. I I wanted to Google Freddy Krueger song, but it says Freddy Krueger lyrics. Is this a different song? Yeah, it is. Oh wait, <laughs> it's like a rap song. <laughs> uh, wait. Oh. This is technically also an edit. Hold on. <laughs> oh, it is. It's rap. Hold on. <laughs> One, two, Freddy's coming for you. 
They're all parodies of those like uh, jump rope songs, though. Mm-hmm. This is one, two, phrase coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, grab a crucifix. Mm-hmm. But he's not a vampire. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember five, six when I was singing it earlier. I was like, pick up sticks. <laughs> <laughs> What? How does the real one go? One, two, three, four. Uh, I wonder. Oh, buckle my shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Song by Barney? No. (laughs) It's a nursery rhyme. Okay. (laughs) One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four, knock the door. Five, six, pick up sticks. Seven, eight, lay them straight. Nine, ten. A big fat hen. 11, 12, dig and delve. 13, 14, maids accounting. According. Maids according. <laughs> 15, 16, maids in the Come Christmas song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, why are there maids? 17, 18, maids in waiting. 19, 20, my plate's empty. That doesn't rhyme with 20. Okay, whatever. This is from the Oxford Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes. Who knew there was such a thing? I didn't. Well, it's like when you find like a Wikipedia page, it's like list of very specific things. Yeah, (laughs) list of Freddy Krueger song lyrics. I found one. It was like it's like list of popes who had extramarital affairs or something. It was like really specific. There's enough that they can make a list, though. Yeah. Apparently, there's. I was like I was like reading about the um. What do you call them? Like Lucrezia and Cesare. What? The Borgias. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like, why am I remembering first names, not like, last names? I do remember those names. It sounds familiar. Yeah. I was like reading about the Borgias and had had a, like a list of like, oh no, it was like a list of sexually active popes or something. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. Yeah. And I was like, huh. <laughs> it's strange. There's also apparently an Agatha Christie novel called One Two Buckle My Shoe. <laughs> That's not surprising. Yeah. She liked her nursery rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Even more. <laughs> oh, that episode of The Gentleman is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Where was I in my episode? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, oh, he gets blasted. We're blasting off again. That's what it yeah. was. <laughs> All right. Three hours later. Yep. <laughs> Three hours later. That's what you meant to say, right? Yes. I was just laughing too much to do the tone. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. This is all comedy gold. It's going to get cut into the end of this episode, probably. <laughs> like, I hope people know you put <laughs> our stupid jokes at the end. Only the people who listen to spoilers get to hear them. <laughs> I guess I could cut them into separate, a separate... I should cut all of them later into, like, a separate compilation. Yeah. That would be smart. Now it takes <laughs> Or you listen, if you aren't listening to spoilers, you go back, or let me know if you want to hear all the jokes, because I could just leave them in, but usually I cut them out for like, because it takes up a long time, like yeah. this one. And the, yeah. It's better for pacing. It is better for pacing. If you, but I can just leave them in. <laughs> That's also fine too. <laughs> some, I feel like I've heard some people I think, comment, but. I think you make a, a good balance of jokes that are left in and. <laughs> 
Short jokes ones. that are cut for timely issues. I cut tangents. I don't cut jokes. I'll put it that yes. way. <laughs> this was a full tangent. We left yeah, five like a, other things. That was like a ten minute tangent. <laughs> it's also based on the amount of things that are like referenced outside of this too. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, uh, people don't want to hear us talk about video games, but it is funny if you like the video games. So I'll just leave it in or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we went through like five canons in those last couple of minutes there. So. Yeah, probably that was a like. Pokemon and Jason and Freddy Krueger and Buffy. Nursery rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> the canon I, briefly the touched, rhymes. I briefly talked about the Borgias. I technically talked about, uh, I just said, what's her face? Agatha, there's an Agatha Christie novel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we talked about classical music. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The diagram between all of those things and Fruits and Yeah, Basket. how many people like all those things in Fruits Basket? Well, there's at least two. So... <laughs> Probably more. All those people, but then again, all those like people who don't know who Freddy Krueger and Jason are probably don't know what Buffy is. Yeah. Or like they maybe didn't watch it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty '90s tangent. It was. In Pokemon. Yeah. I wonder. Do they make the Team Rocket joke in the in the current anime? I haven't watched it in so long. I think so. I don't know about the, the most current one, but I watched some like. Like, a few years ago, I watched some current stuff, and they were still blasting off. Okay, so. well, good. <laughs> That's the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. Does James still cross-dress? This is also important. That I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite I only ones. watched, what, like, one episode. <laughs> every time he's like, cool, in that one episode. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> my ringtone for a little while was that music that plays when they start doing their, their little motto. <laughs> Uh, the do 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 yeah that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> prepare for trouble and make it double is that a children's nursery rhyme it should be <laughs> it should be <laughs> gonna teach it to my children <laughs> let me let's all sing a nursery rhyme prepare for trouble and make it double <laughs> it's kind of like double double uh toilet trouble or whatever yeah. boil and bubble <laughs> double is that a Macbeth reference? <laughs> Technically. I think so. Anyway, listen. <laughs> Ayame doesn't get it at all, Hattori says. Not at all. But the same goes for you too, Hassan Shigure thinks. You still have your whole life ahead of you. And then we cut to school, which was a little bit weird. A <laughs> life ahead of you, back in high school. Back in high school. <laughs> get your GED, get your GED, Hattori. <laughs> I've been practicing medicine for all this time without your GED, Tori. <laughs> they go to, he's like, he has a private clinic so he can like do whatever he wants. Yeah. And they come in and he's, they're like, he's like, how are you feeling? He just opens a drawer full of like syringes and he's like, which one is which? Like. He's <laughs> like, give me a second. He pulls up like WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> you said your head hurts and you have a fever oh my god you have cancer <laughs> yeah, definitely cancer <laughs> oh okay <laughs> we got to so close to finishing the episode <laughs> i think we, we just need this comedic episode after all of the <laughs> you know the, the drama of the last ones Hattori, like this scene brought it into a place of drama and we're turning into a place of comedy still. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sad about 
my past like with Kana and we're like haha Pokemon jokes (laughs) (laughs) Yukikyo Toru and Hana's whole room (laughs) like you listed them all (laughs) yeah well usually when they're together I refer to them as the gang but then in this case I refer to the gang as all the people at the vacation house so it made sense to me at the time (laughs) well it could be Hattori's home room teacher too if he goes back to That might be an interesting experience. I'm going to write that AU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have so many things to say there. <laughs> it's, a, it's an AU, but then it turns into one of those weird, like, uh, like high school kid who has a crush on the teacher AU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got some really good, strong fic ideas from this episode. One yep. is this AU where Hattori goes back and Mayako's teacher. What was the other one? I can't remember. <laughs> Oh, wait. Was it about Yuki at uh, Pub Trivia? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that would be easy to write. I feel like that's you, not AU. Yeah. <laughs> Kake, you drag some yes. Actually, do they have Pub Canon. Trivia in Japan? I don't even know. <laughs> Kake, you drag some to Pub Trivia. And he's like, you gotta do it, you, you. And then all the, it's like the, um, the Campus Defense Force. Yeah. <laughs> it would be the worst Pub Trivia team. <laughs> Kimmy's like, Kimmy knows the answer. And I was like, uh, nobody knows the answer. And then Yuki's writing all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then it's like, um, it turns out that it's all Power Rangers trivia. And yeah. Takeru thinks he knows like all the answers. my time has come. Yeah. <laughs> but then Yuki secretly knew all the answers. <laughs> Listen, fanfiction gold. <laughs> Aiko seems like a cool teacher. Mm-hmm. She'd be a good teacher in our AU where Hattori goes back to get his GED. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the night school doctor. That's the working yes. title. <laughs> okay. uh, it sounds like a like, terrible show that airs like Friday night at four o'clock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what makes it great. It's like a weird like Fifty Shades of Grey shit situation. <laughs> the night school doctor. <laughs> or like uh yeah i don't know i was trying to remember something just trying to make some reference like what does he call it like the red room or something i was like maya's the one with the, <laughs> 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 the chamber this time yes <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish i could make more petitions of great jokes except i don't because that would have required to me to have read it which is fine yeah same i'm not wasting my brain cells on that <laughs> yeah i'm fine with my Osmosis understanding of Fifty Shades of Grey. When she's like, yeah. <laughs> she has to teach him lessons. Is that acceptable? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's like, I won't let you graduate unless you do some private study sessions with me. <laughs> this fanfic writes like itself. She has to teach him le- lessons with an elbow nudge on every single word of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> she, she winks. <laughs> it's like... Doctor, she's like, she calls him Hattori Sensei. She's like, oh, Hattori Sensei, you're familiar with anatomy, right? And he's like, bitch, I didn't even go to college. (laughs) 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 When I started this podcast, I had a dream that I would also tag all of the like dumb shit that we say so that people can find it later. So this would just be like some kind of like great fanfic ideas hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. 
Do you want to you want to start this discussion <laughs> about specifically about this episode of Fruits Basket and not about anything else? <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> we started this podcast to have fun, right? We can do what we want. Yes. <laughs> What is important is we're having fun and learning. Mm, I learned about <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Learned about old horror movies. About what? Old horror movies. Yeah. I mean, they're not even that old. Not that old. They're they're like kind 80s. Of old. That would make them like 30 years old at this point, though, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, there's so many horror movies, though. I feel like they age faster than other genres. Well, I think also, like, good horror movies play on things that are in the collective unconscious of mm-hmm. the time. So, like, they, that's also why they age in a certain way. Like, yeah. think about The Ring. Like, people don't even fucking watch videos anymore. Yeah. I made. I feel like people <laughs> only know about, like, five horror movies. Like, there's, like, an iconic one, like, every decade, and that's all people remember. <laughs> Probably. What do you think <clears throat> the five iconic horror movies are? Oh, uh, the Exorcist, the, yeah. yeah, like the Freddy Krueger stuff. Even Jason's not that iconic. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, they're all. I he kind of love time, but I feel like he's aged more than the other ones. I feel like I lump them together in my head, where it's like Freddy, Jason, and the other um, one. What's uh, the one they just had a remake, had a like reboot of, um, with the music. <laughs> <laughs> When you said the music, I just thought of the Ghostbusters theme song because I was trying to no. think of like the eighties. <laughs> the great music, a great movie though. Um, <laughs> the heck am I thinking of? We talked about it before. We talked yeah. about it in the last episode. Oh no, wait, I have the notes open. Let me just see. This is important. These are the relevant. Things. What's your face? Who was in Freaky Friday? <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, oh, sure. The scream. You mean scream? No, no she wasn't in Scream. That was Scream is a parody of this one. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Good lord. Halloween. Halloween. Wait, isn't that... Yeah. Isn't that... Jason? No, Jason is Friday the 13th. Oh, right. These all have terrible titles. They have nothing to do with what they're about. No. Well, I mean, you wouldn't just call it... Mean, Halloween took place on Halloween, but... It does. And then... Friday the 13th takes place on Friday the 13th, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's like, they're just like, it's like, oh, what's a creepy date? Ooh, we'll call it Halloween. that. And then have it take place on that day. Yes. But yeah, Halloween with Michael Myers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's Scream, which is the parody of all of them, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> For different reasons. <laughs> yeah, what's her face? I always remember... Oh, what's her name? The girl that played Monica and Friends is in the first Scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, listen. <laughs> fruits basket. I told you to talk about fruits basket and you failed me. <laughs> Although, you know, Jason is an important character. <laughs> By the way, you know, you Googled Gentleman's Song and got Sigh. I Googled Halloween and got the holidays. So. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is a holiday in North America where people wear costumes and beg for candy. Yeah. <laughs> it's also spooky. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so sorry if this is repetitive but just for the people who didn't inform a poll do you listen to both or yeah. one or the other <laughs> i would be curious to know actually send your notes i've been contemplating mm-hmm. doing a survey but then i feel like it's too much work at least too much yeah. too much work for other people not for me just for me to know for us to know who listens to our shit 
that would be interesting <laughs> but not like one of those like podcast surveys where it's like tell us the shit that you like because that doesn't matter we yeah. don't have enough of an audience to do advertising it's just <laughs> <laughs> just in case anybody was curious <laughs> but maybe someday i can always aspire someday we can sell you mattresses, mattresses. and toothbrushes <laughs> the number of time my my whenever we i talk to my mom about this podcast she's always like so just tell me when i need to buy a mattress it's <laughs> 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 pretty great um or stamps or stamps. <laughs> you guys yeah. need to buy stamps <laughs> yeah if you need to mail shit Anyway, yeah, no, none of that applies to us. So yeah. <laughs> I would do a survey for uh, just to understand how people listen to the podcast and like what. Um, yep. Yeah. Survey for science. <laughs> it would be for reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's a side note. I'll, I'll be cutting that and putting that at the end, too. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done a. <laughs> what was the scene where I did Toru swearing? That makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was from the hot spring one where she's like, she's like, oh, I love the soma, I love like with the somas or whatever. <laughs> and it was like, fuck, mom, I fucking love living with the fucking somas. They're so fucking great. <laughs> uh, I used to love um, when people made AMVs to the song Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. It was like, it was like. Like really innocent shoujo characters like Toru saying like I'm the motherfucking princess. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Avril Lavigne. What another weird like mid two thousands reference. <laughs> yeah, this is that's sort of that's like later though the girlfriend stuff because she was like she had her like dark emo stuff. Yeah. Back when like we were in. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. song. Back when we were in like middle school and high school, and then. Uh, and then she went kind of full on bubblegum pop, but was swearing. Yes, <laughs> pop punk, one might say, or mostly yeah. pop. It's like from if there's a if there's a scale of oh shit to what the fuck, there's a scale of pop to punk, and it's like mostly on the pop. Yeah. Whereas like, <laughs> like Fall Out Boy is mostly on the punk. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere like, straight down the middle. Pop with a, a pinch of punk. Yeah. In the recipe book of pop music. <laughs> Great metaphor. Are you a poet or something? <laughs> yes. I'm a novelist. <laughs> I'm glad you got my joke. <laughs> I'm glad you played along. <laughs> this episode is just going to be jokes. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll, who knows how long the pause will be between the next season. We'll find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't really understand anime seasons. so. <laughs> Me neither. And, and people are like, are <laughs> like, what do you think of the new shows this season? And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. And you're like, so a new season started? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, people are like, I, was I mostly watch anime after it's already done. So yeah, I was watching. Uh, I was looking up cores for anime, and it was like sometimes a core is this long, and sometimes it's this long, and sometimes it's like twelve episodes, sometimes it's twenty five, yeah. sometimes it's fifty. Sometimes there's a break and sometimes there isn't. So it's like, are there rules? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like there's some standardization, but like, whatever, it's fine. So we'll see. Welcome to anime where everything's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> yeah, basically. How many references can you fit in one episode of this podcast? <laughs> Challenge accepted. All right. <laughs> what do you think the crossover is of... <laughs> what do you think the crossover is of... Uh, whose line and Faruba fans is <laughs> just maybe like two. <laughs> say whatever the answer is, it's not as big as it should be. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> so more references? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Can we talk about spoilers? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, I have another one. Another one. Okay, great.